Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mario Cristobal Show. Joe Zgacki alongside Don Bailey Jr. and University of Miami head coach Mario Cristobal, our first show of the year. We're all very excited, Coach. Thank you for being with us and uh, ready to go, ready to kick this thing off. How would you assess where your, your team is and the program coming out of camp? Well, there's been a lot of growth, that's for sure, and a lot of development, a lot of different positions. So I think what guys realize most, and uh, first and foremost, I should say, is that having a great offseason will pay off in being able to not only sustain a high level during camp, but to keep improving during camp and not being in survival mode. So. We have progressed. Uh, we have really been physical in camp. I think they still want to hit each other, but they're ready to go and play against an opponent and put all that hard work to good use. Coach, you think the culture buy-in is it was as easy as you thought it would be? It's never easy, but these young men seem like they have bought into Coach Mario Cristobal since day one. Well, I think the most important thing is that I hope it's as clear as day that this whole thing is not about me at all. It's about that you that we all wear proudly on our chest, on our sleeves, on the backdrop, right? And if you really love Miami and you understand what Miami is geared for, right? What it actually represents, what it can do for you, and in return, the experience that you gain from it, um, it's not that hard. You know, I mean, uh, Miami has stood the test of time with certain processes. Well, those processes are now in place again. I'm thrilled to be a part of it, you know, um, and to give every ounce that, that I have to help these young men, these players, have the same experience that we got to have here. Because it's a game changer, and then it makes, it creates game changers on your team. And um, you know how it goes from there. It's like nothing else in the country. So i just really, really grateful for, um, for, for buying in, like you had mentioned, to a process that was very different than what they're used to and, um, and looking forward to seeing some really good results. Uh, along those lines, one of the things Don and I talked about during the camp, on uh, the camp reports, a lot, were, a lot of it was about your blueprint. You had one in Oregon, you have that blueprint here, and that blueprint is proven to be successful and it contains things like being disciplined and player development and recruiting, and, and uh, that blueprint is something that you're going to stick with. Well, without a doubt, I think the, the best thing I learned in going to, um, to Alabama was that what we did at Miami as players was being done over there. And so it, it reaffirmed and confirmed a lot of things that I already knew. It was just now supersized, right? Facilities, resources, uh, a monstrosity of a staff, right? And being able to take that over to the West Coast and, and be a, a part of a, a great university, a great program that was coming off a four and eight season, uh, to see that thing take such a drastic turn for the better, 
um, through the hard work of so many people, the players, right, uh, the administrators, everyone there. It's just, uh, again, it's just the, the blueprint, you know, I mean, it's, it stood the test of time and it continues to, to bring great results with it. So now that it's here and now that we uh, have invested in the program the way we should be investing in it, it's, um, it's as exciting as it gets. I mean, every day you wake up just fired up to get here. Coach, it's game week, but there's still competition out on the field. I mean, not every position has been solidified, and even once it is, that does not mean competition stops. Without a doubt. It's, it has been competitive and to the point where, you know what, some of these battles still got to go into the week. We still got to take it in a one-on-one O-line, D-line reps. We still got to take it into the team run reps. We still got to find out at wide receiver and DB, you know, who can do what. Uh, so, we can, uh, so we can really field the guys that deserve to be on the field, but also guys that have earned it and are in the thick of it right now, that, that guys that have earned playing time, whether they're a starter or not, that they play. Because if they can play winning football for Miami, we're gonna get them on the field. One of the things about competition that I think we notice, especially uh, at the defensive line spot, in the past Miami would have some defensive linemen, but when it came time to rotate in, maybe they weren't at the same level. And now when you're rotating in or how are you rotating them, that competition has kind of kept it steady, kept the, uh, the talent level steady. Well, what we want to see is now guys create separation, right? We have more depth there, but now we want guys to play at an elite level with consistency, okay? Because uh, if guys aren't separating, guys are just kind of all in a bunch, you know, that doesn't make for a great team either. Competition has been good, but now it's time to crank it up another couple of levels. Let's go be elite, right? If we're competing, let's not settle and say, oh, well, you know, we have other guys here that can also do the same. That's not it. What's supposed to be it is making sure that you do the absolute very best that you can so you can go and be the best player you can and push the guy in front of you or behind you to try to catch you so that we can truly be a great front. And uh, we're getting there. We're, we're not as consistent as we need to be, but we're pushing and we're going to find a way to get there. Coach Tyler Van Dyke. He- his stock keeps going up and I'm talking on the practice field the games will take care of itself and with that comes more responsibility and the highest compliment I can give him right now is he's handling it every day more is added as far as leadership goes or what's expected and he seemed to just grab it and go with it mm-hmm. how do you how do you continue to keep yeah. that <laughs> well going up you know how is making sure that um, the supporting cast is holding themselves to the same standard that Tyler is, right? Great players make other players great, especially if they're, right, if they're in tune with the same habits, right? If they're creating elite habits and processes to help them be the best they can be on Saturday. So, yeah, Tyler just continues to grow because he's hung, he's a hungry-driven guy. He's self-motivated. He's a self-starter, and he's being Tyler. He, he's not being asked to be or do anything else than what he is and what he does. Uh, and that, that's contagious, you know, in a good way. So we're seeing a lot of growth around him because of him. What have you seen from his wide receiving core? I know they've been battling out there. What are some of the things that you like about the wide receivers? What are some of the things you want to see perhaps maybe improve here over the next week or so? Yeah, well, early in camp, I was you know, very, um, very clear in, in the uh, media opportunities that we were inconsistent. There were flashes and then play that was not good enough. Uh, because that's the honest truth. I mean, that's how we address it in a team meeting and whatever we do. And then over the last four days, there's been 
a tremendous step and tremendous progress towards what we want to be and need to be, right? Because, you know, the old, right, what our old coaches tell us, right, if you could do it once, you could do it every time. So stop messing with me. Do it right every time or we're going to find someone else that can. So there has been growth. There has been progress. These last four days, honestly, have been really exciting about what it needs to look like. Now we got to build off of that. Now we go to a Tuesday practice, full board game plan. It's got to show as we go against the defense because we still practice good on good. And it's got to show against our look teams the precision of the passing game, the timing of the passing game, the ability to get involved in the run game, right? All those big runs downfield that are then only sprung by the big guys like Don Bailey. And so those receivers <laughs> getting downfield and creating a block as well. Coach, the secondary, give us an overview. And, and one guy I'll throw out is uh, one of the older guys is DJ Ivy, and he's, he's had a great camp. He has. Yeah, I can't say enough good things about him. Um, just I remember recruiting him in high school and just being snubbed. I'm like, all right, I'll see you one day. I'll you get know? you. I'll get you. <laughs> I had to come all the way over here to get the opportunity to, to, be, uh, to coach him. So you're looking at a guy that, uh, just look at the physical traits. He's exactly how you want it drawn up. I mean, he's long, tall, explosive, athletic. Um, his ability to redirect his hips, uh, ankle flexibility, I, you, you name it. He can do it. And then his care factors through the roof, both for his, his play, his teammates, the community, you know, his school. Uh, and then he grinds. He, he grinds at football. And that's, uh, you know, he's got all the tangibles and intangibles. And, you know, we, um, you know, I don't judge. I walk into a, you know, a situation like this and you want to make sure everyone's given a blank slate so they can and you eliminate any preconceived notions. And he's done nothing but excel and, um, and been just a great teammate and uh, a great player. So we're looking forward for a, for a big year for him. I'm sitting here with two offensive linemen, and we haven't gotten to the offensive line yet. Shame or the run you. game, huh? Shame How is this you. possible? Coach, the offensive line, running the football, I know that's right in your wheelhouse. Well, you know, I uh, yeah, I also I often tell Coach Mirabal, I'm his GA, you know, <laughs> while we're here. Best days ever was being a GA here. But anyways, the, um, the offensive line has really uh, taken on the demeanor of a physical group. Um, there are guys that have, they, they have a lot of pride. They really do. They've spent a lot of time together. A lot of these guys are third and fourth year yeah. guys that, that have really been through some some good times and some tough times, and they've they already had a pretty good bond. And I think over the course of the last seven eight months, that bond has gotten tighter and uh, stronger. Their belief in Coach Mirabal is is really strong. What we do, you know, we uh, we've had a very a very unique and high level uh, system for developing offensive linemen. Over the last several years, we've the system has put an extraordinary amount of guys in the NFL. You know. And their buy-in and belief from day one has been awesome. Um, their ability to communicate has improved dramatically. Our, we're schematically very different. You know, we, we lean a lot on the offensive line. And to be a great offensive line in the system, you have to be able to be a quick processor, be able to identify things. You've got to play with your eyes wide open and make adjustments. But you've got to be able to bend, come out of your hips, strike with a flat back with your feet in the ground and go low to high on people, you know because that's what it's going to take to move the line of scrimmage. And then in the passing game, you've got to play with great balance and body control and just heavy, heavy, heavy hands that are willing to strike first so we can create a really good pocket for the quarterback. Coach, historically, that, that room, the offensive line room, has always been filled with the smartest guys on the team. 
smartest, most handsome, most successful. No, uh, I don't know about the second one. You know, but <laughs> no, but what you go to, to stress the point of intelligence is you do something here that uh, I've never really seen done, except by you and Coach Mirabal, is you cross train everybody. So. You know, you, you can be playing tackle and be dropped in at center, playing guard on the left side and tackle on the right-hand side. And you have to be able to make your calls and execute the play. Right. Very challenging. It is, but there, you know, if you, uh, Coach Mirabal is the best in the business and he is able to go ahead and pluck out the different techniques that have direct overlap at the tackle guard and center position and then separate the techniques and fundamentals that don't so you can rep accordingly. Right, so the guys could understand. Hey, this particular block as a right guard is the same as the backside block of the left tackle on this play. Same technique, going a different way. To do that, you have to be extremely detailed, smart, and organized, and that allows you to probably take care of 65 percent of the different things they're going to have to do at different positions. And of course, the other part with timing and spacing at the tackle position, wide rushers, or you know, a crowded zero nose when you're a center, those require different things. And, and coach does a great job of, I mean, mapping out. I mean, if you could see the grid for indie periods, it's like, whoa, you know, wait, we got 25 minutes, brother. That looks like about an hour's worth of work. <laughs> he, he gets it done and the bind has been tremendous. And he gives a great example, you know, of, of Hey, you know, Panay Sewell was, you know, the first, I think, lineman drafted, sixth mm -hmm. overall, seventh overall. He was a left tackle. And he walked in a camp and said, hey, buddy, you're going to right tackle. You know, like that, that happens. So it's not only for the benefit of the team, it's for their versatility and their value once they leave the University of Miami to be able to be the best player they can be and increase, uh, you know, the, uh, the life of their uh, – of their career in the NFL. All right, it's the Hurricanes and Bethune-Cookman. We'll talk about that matchup as we continue on the Mario Cristobal Show right after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Miami and Bethune-Cookman on Saturday, 3.30 p.m. kickoff at Hard Rock Stadium. Tickets still available. Should be a great crowd there. However, opening game of the year, Miami and Bethune-Cookman. Coach, uh, as you go into this opening game, Bethune, a lot of different uh, transfers. Their roster kind of was a little bit in flux, but you know, uh, going to have some transfers, a lot of guys from South Florida. They probably aren't going to be intimidated, maybe a little chip on the shoulder. How do you approach the, this first game against Bethune? Well, you, you stay the hunter your entire life. You know, you never, ever get away from that mentality. Um, I think the, the best thing you could ever get a player to understand in terms of opponents is that every single team has great players. Every team, you know, some have more than others, but everybody has good players. If, if you ever feel as a player that you're the only team that has good players, you're sadly mistaken right. and you're fixing to be disappointed one day. So, and the other part about football, football, playing football is a privilege, you know, and respecting the game and your opponents has to be at the forefront of everything you do. The University of Miami will always focus on being the best team it could possibly be. We have a lot to prove, a lot to get better at, 
And on Saturday at 3.30, that ball is going to be placed on the tee. And we have to play our best football every single down to be able to have success. And right now, there's one game and one game only in the entire uh, world. And it's for us on Saturday against Bethune-Cookman. Their coaches have done a great job over a long period of time. They've had great teams. They've had really good players that have gone on to the NFL. Um, schematically, you never know what you're going to get game one. So you prepare for what you see and what they've done. But you also know they've been studying you and, and you're getting dissected just like you're dissecting them. So you better have a good plan to counter when you get something that you haven't seen on tape and haven't prepared a lot for. You better have your answers dialed up because as sure as that sun's going to rise and set tomorrow, it's coming. Coach, let's hit special teams. Not much has been talked about through all the camp in this ring, but now it's game time. Mm -hmm. A lot of games are won and lost on, in that phase of the game in special teams. How have you worked on it? Let's talk about your, your punter and your kicker. Well, Lou obviously has done a, an, an amazing job of being a leader, of making sure that guys understand the importance of special teams, creating urgency about our coverage teams. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, your team's DNA is, is typically reflected right by what you see on special teams if a team relaxes in going after a, a point after a touchdown they're probably going to relax in other aspects of their game so we're working really hard at driving up the urgency and detail and physicality of our special teams uh, but him and Andy and you know all these guys have done just a really good job of, of permeating the room with urgency and the coaches you know everybody's involved in special mm -hmm. teams every coach Every coach, including we, you, including myself, that's right. we coach it all together because we feel that's the best way to be very specific and intentional about every technique and every fundamental as it applies to the guys. So uh, we feel like we've had a really good uh, camp, really good spring as it relates to special teams. And we're excited, you know, to run down the field and make some plays. Is the opening game in any way special for you or do you want it to be more about Miami and the University of Miami and everybody that's surrounding it? Well, I could care less about me. I'm just, you know, I'm just being honest. It never has been, never will be. I mean, you know, when you choose to be an offensive lineman, you've given up anything, you know, regarding <laughs> the self, right? That's right. So I get it. I, uh, it's all about team. I, I honestly, I want to be the last, the last and smallest blip on the radar as it relates to this game. This game is about, first and foremost, our players and our university and our community. You know, it's time that Miami does this. Because when Miami does this and surrounds itself around the hurricanes and the hurricanes and embrace the community and everything around it, and our community is big now, and it stretches a lot more than Dade and Broward and Palm Beach County, it's national, um, then special things happen. Momentum is created. We feel that it is being created, but it's time to go to work, you know? It's, uh, you're not gonna see a, a tweet and you're not gonna see a proclamation or a prediction, we just don't do that. We know that we have to get better and step number one from a performance standpoint is Saturday at 3.30. Coach, you've invested your life into getting to this point. This team's invested every ounce of their energy. It's time for our fans and supporters to come to the stadium. We'd like to fill it up every single week and make sure that they give these young men support. Yeah, we want every single every single moment in that stadium to be extremely memorable. I mean, look at us, we end up playing at the University of Miami because our moments, when we used to go to the Orange Bowl, mm -hmm. were that for us. Couldn't get enough of it, you know? They couldn't wait to get there for it to start, and when it ended, you want to hang out until they kicked you out and shut off all the lights. So, and that's what we aim to create, you know, that type of energy, that type of level 
of play, a team that could be trusted, a team that's going to perform and make people proud because of the way that we play and the way we handle ourselves off the field as well. So all those things, you know, they, uh, they come through hard work and they're, they're the result of a process, right? So the process, we've been grinding on it. We're always going to keep grinding on it. And uh, hey, Saturday, let's go find out where the Miami Hurricanes are at. And uh, really just uh, excited beyond what words can, can describe. Before I let you go, I did want to mention high school football season got underway. And uh, I visited a few games. And uh, the enthusiasm you know, from the fans and the neighborhoods and the kids, probably some future hurricanes there. I know recruiting is right in your uh, big part of your plan. Mm -hmm. And there are some future hurricanes out there playing right now. And you have a lot to offer them. Well, it's, let's call it what it is now. You know, the best, the best football uh, that was ever played at the University of Miami had a strong foundation of South Florida, the state of Florida, and then that, that national aspect as well. But it started locally, you know, and um, I remember, I remember that as clear as day, and it's another huge reason why I'm back. When Miami is on and it unites, yeah. right, and you see the amount of family at these games, right? Yeah. Remember the family yeah. section? Yep. Yeah. I remember I, all my teammates used to mess with me because I had the whole family out there with croquetas and empanadas, you know, and they're like, oh, man, there's a crystal ball family again. Here we go, you know, cafe con leche for everybody. But um, it just, it means a lot. And, you know what, every time we step on the field, the guys were in the U, we have to play in a manner where it shows that this means more to us than it does to anybody we're playing. All right. Very excited to have it. It's all here. Can't believe it was December like a... Uh, eyelash to go now. Here we go. Ready to kick it off. One long eyelash, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great. Coach, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Go Canes right. always, guys. Absolutely. University of Miami head coach Mario Cristobal, thank you for joining us. We'll continue right after this. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.